Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. You're listening to Wednesdays with Wombat on SEN Track with Toby McKinnon. Welcome back to SEN Track, and without that only 10 minutes, I've got uh, 10 minutes of spare time here, and uh, I think it's only fitting that uh, I indulge in my own story, I suppose, and uh, most would know my brother Danny is playing for Sax, which I've referenced a few times over the last few weeks, and that's uh, supporting Aussie Kabuki kids, and see if I get through this, um, if if... It gets too hard, I might have to stop, but my son Oliver was born uh, about, uh, well, February uh, 10 years ago, 10 and a half years ago, and um, the first six months of his life weren't too bad, but uh, he wasn't going well. They took him, they asked to take him off uh, breast milk, and at that point, and the key to that is there's immunoglobulins, which are the things that uh, fight illness in breast milk, and when he stopped getting that, he started getting sick all the time, like really sick. He was regressing. Um, he was getting lighter. He wasn't progressing at all. And by the age of 14 months, they told us that um, he probably only had six months to live. They couldn't work out what was wrong with him at that point. Uh, and he, he would never walk and never talk. And we probably had six months with him, which was which was pretty tough at the time, as you could imagine. Um, and... We saw a geneticist and on the hope that he might be able to diagnose him. And this brilliant geneticist um, heard all the symptoms and he recalled at university reading a page on this very rare syndrome called Kabuki syndrome. And he did a few more tests and some more, um, there's certain things that they have on their ends of their fingers called uh, persistent fetal pads. And he still had those, and he was then confirmed um, having a genetic mutation, which confirms the Kabuki syndrome diagnosis. Now, not many people would know what Kabuki syndrome was. I certainly didn't know what it was, but uh, it's an illness that's one in 34, 35,000 births. Um, it's very rare. Most kids with Kabuki syndrome uh, die in the initial uh, two years of their life, like about 50%. Their average lifespan's about 13 years. Um, so he's uh, he's getting up towards that at 10, but he's going really well at the moment. There's issues when they hit uh, puberty, so um, he'll do that. Now, what is Kabuki syndrome? Well, it can affect every organ and every process of the human body. So Oliver is, uh, it's effectively... The gene that turns on processes in utero doesn't turn everything on properly. So it's like the light switch only gets 90% of the power, so it never runs perfectly. It never sets things up perfectly. So he's uh, mentally handicapped. 
Uh, he goes to a special school. He's got uh, eyesight issues. He has a big cleft palate. He struggles to eat and swallow. Um, he has uh, no heart issues that we're aware of. He's got uh, intestine issues, kidney problems, lung problems. He has joint uh, laxity, which means he wears sort of modern-day forest gumps on his legs to help him walk. Uh, he has trouble pushing a button because his joints are so loose, uh, his fingers bend back up again. I can actually put his feet uh, closed together behind his head, uh, which I'm not told not to do because it's not good for his hips, but uh, it's a pretty good party trick. His biggest problem is his immune uh, compromise. So uh, the, the normal scale for... His part of his immune system that's compromised is four to nine. And when he got diagnosed with Kabuki syndrome, they tested that because it's uh, quite, well, not common, but a number of Kabuki kids have this issue. And he wasn't on the normal scale between four to nine. He was something like 0.1. So he wasn't even near it, which gave them a clue as to then um, what, where, what was causing him to get sick so often. So now he gets a special infusion. It takes 2,000 blood donations a week, and they take the antibodies out of those blood donations, and we literally, um, my ex or myself, depending on who he's with, we literally infuse them into his body. We're able to do that at home. The Royal Children's Hospital provided us with training so that we could do that at home. So... Without those antibodies, he just doesn't have any to fight illness. So as soon as he got sick with something, uh, he would just uh, he would just uh, go downhill very quickly and end up in the rural children's. We nearly lost him a few times when he was in uh, pretty intensive care there, but he survived all of that. Now, Sachs, who my brother is playing for, uh, supporting Aussie Kabuki kids. Now, we that organisation doesn't have many members because it's probably only. Uh, 25 members across Victoria, as in uh, across Australia. They're all the Kabuki kids that basically I know of in Australia. Now, what they what they did, once we were diagnosed, uh, they had an information pack, which wouldn't mean much to many people. But if I told you tomorrow, your kid's got a syndrome you've never heard of, and you, you just don't know anything about it now, that information pack covered everything. So... All the problems that are regularly occurring in Kabuki kids, which affects every organ and every process of the human body, so that skin and everything, uh, were all listed out in a pack. It was You couldn't download it on the internet in one go. It had to be broken up into five different sections because it was just too big to download. Uh, so once we were diagnosed and registered, they sent out a hard copy of the pack as well um, with all that information. And... What it allowed us to do as parents was go, all right, so we need to get his heart checked. We need to get his lungs checked. We need to get his intestines checked. We need to get everything checked that's common uh, with Kabuki kids. So it wasn't the doctor, doctors just saying, uh, look, he, he better get this and this and this and this done. We could read about uh, why uh, we were getting these things done. So you could go in to an appointment and we would be a step ahead of the doctors in our knowledge. And that was what that information pack did. I hope that uh, makes sense. So that information pack was essential. And they also have um, uh, days 
and uh, like we've been to Adelaide on one occasion to meet all the other Kabuki kids and to Wollongong on another occasion and uh, just to meet other families that are going through similar things. Uh, we meet an ap- met an absolute beautiful boy from Geelong. Uh, when there's only 25 in Australia, it's not normally too many not far away. So I met a beautiful boy in Geelong, Bryce, who uh, he was about 11 or 12 at the time. He passed at maybe age 14. Um, and jo- they talk about Joel Selwood. What that man did for that boy was amazing. He got him in Joel Selwood, actually, uh, into the team photo that year, not long before he passed away, uh, which was very special to, I know, to the family. And then Joel came to the funeral, Joel Selwood, of his own volition, came to the funeral, spoke at the funeral. Uh, it was amazing stuff. Uh, as I go off on a tangent, of course, but that boy, Bryce, who has passed, um, it was a beautiful little boy. And I think the beauty about the Kabuki kids and going to Saks was meeting all the other kids. And you could see some kids. There was a 32-year-old uh, boy there. And hearing that he, seeing him and meeting him and hearing he had a job at a supermarket, I don't think he was the CEO of uh, Woolworths by any stretch of the imagination, but he had a job and he had something in his life was really inspiring to meet those other other families and to know that um, all the hard work and uh, therapies that we were going through at that time um, was was worth it because you can get your child to a point where they can contribute to society. So, you know, at that stage, once he was diagnosed, we there was two to three uh, um, therapies each week, speak, speech therapy, eating therapy, uh, physiotherapy, hydrotherapy. There were so many therapies that cost an arm and a leg at the time. Uh, thankfully now there's NDIS funding, which covers a lot of it. There was none at that time. And Yarra Valley Racing, uh, under the leadership of Brett Shambrook, and um, they ran a couple of fundraising race meetings uh, for Oliver at the time and raised uh, somewhere in the vicinity of probably 50 grand over the two race meetings that uh, basically paid for all those therapies and everything. So the racing industry really got behind us as a family and Oliver at that time. So uh, it's been a long journey few texts coming in. Uh, thanks, Shannon. Shannon Nixon with a with a uh, the muscle arm and and a heart. Uh, it's nice, nice, Shannon. Thank you. So, yeah, it's been hard, but that's who my brother is playing for, uh, supporting Aussie Kabuki kids, and um, we we hope that uh, we can snag a winner and uh, get some uh, some money for them. It's a very small organisation that uh, runs off the smell of an oil, oily rag, um, but it's uh, well been, uh, they've been well worth it to me and to our journey with Oliver, who's uh, an amazing little boy. And probably the best thing about him is that um, he's so little, he, he's 10, but he's smaller than my five-year-old daughter, to give you an idea. He's uh, fully grown you probably get to somewhere in the vicinity of 25, 30 kilos. That's what he's on track to be. But he's got this this absolute beautiful disposition on life. He's a happy little boy. Uh, Kev the Carpenter. Wow, Wombat. Parents like you and your wife are amazing. Praying for the best for your child, Kev the Carpenter. Oh, thanks, Kev. Uh, wow, what a story about your brave son, Oliver. Toby, seriously got lumps in the throat just listening. Don't know what to say. Cheers, big fella. Thank you, big fella. No, it's uh, all good, mate. He's a beautiful little boy and... It's, uh, he came into a 
into a great country in Australia and a lot of great people and great hospital networks. So he's pretty fortunate in that sense. That's the show. That's Wednesday with Wombat. And uh, enjoy sharing those things with people and with the family. I'll let you go. We'll come back the other side. We've got the Palmer Bet segment, and then the boys have got a big afternoon, and Miles Fitzner can have a big fill-up with tags, I assume.